heart is a portal and through your heart you can receive intuition, access hidden talents, get information, intuitive ideas, figure out what's coming for you in your life, in your present and in your future. If you want to know how to better treat yourself better to continue to keep access, open access to your heart, keep watching. Hello everyone and welcome, my name is Ichena, I am the Transformation Geek and on today's topic I'll be discussing the heart as a portal. Many of us are used to being told about the third eye as a way to um, see into uh, see uh, metaphysically into ourselves, into others and, and in the future and many of us want to open our third eye but there is another portal which is very helpful which can give you similar if not the same access to the to access to yourself and even metaphysically is your heart your heart is a portal and spirit can communicate with you through your heart portal and in this video i'll be talking about four um just four things just going down the list how your heart is a portal what are the things that keep your heart portal open clear and clean and what are things that put clutter and put scar tissue on there I'm also going to be talking about the importance of keeping it clear and a, rec and, a, and a recommended activity to help keep your heart portal in top shape and in good coherence. And if you're the type that likes research, I have a great resource, um, a research paper I found. Um, it's about six years old that discusses the importance about um, heart coherence and how it helps us just make overall better decisions and you know that maturity people speak about how to especially in these times where we're being riled up emotionally a lot it seems like every week someone is getting killed mostly the first people first people are getting killed while in the, in the parking lot on the street first people are getting murdered everywhere so it's really um pushing us to look deeper within ourselves, not only within ourselves, but within the system that we have built for ourselves. So it is very important for us to, in my opinion, to learn how to keep our hearts coherent because once your heart is sending beautiful, calm messages to your brain, you can think clearly to approach the matters or change you want in a logical and well thought out manner. So, if you're interested keep watching so the first thing is your heart is a portal yes in one of my previous videos I was exploring intuition and in that video um, all the research that I uh, re read and saw everyone kept talking about the gut feeling chills uh, run up down down your spine or your arms well no one really touched on the heart and in my experience it has been my heart is the center in which I tap into intuitively to figure out yes or no, go for it or don't go for it, or um, my stomach I still use because, and we'll discuss why, you know, we need to work on our heart portal and, and, as, and as we go along. But for me, recently I was going to make a decision and I, I saw it and I just felt something sink into my stomach, like, so I knew that was not it. So I do use my stomach, but the heart is very, very I've used I've used my heart more than I've used my gut. So your heart is a portal. 
there's a lot of um, research studies coming up now, psychologists and scientists and um, doctors in the field of research are looking at um, the heart and brain coherence. We all, I mean, we are all aware if you have read any kind of biology textbook, like we, they, they, they teach us that the brain is the one that sends signals to the heart, sends signals through the ANS, the autonomic and parasympathetic nervous system, and how and how it regulates everything. But there's research uh, actually showing that there is a reverse that the heart actually does send signals to the brain, and there are lots of neurons that send signals to the brain. And I believe that because. And in my experience, just lying there and getting information that I ordinarily will not come across in my regular life, like learning that this heart is a portal and then I should speak on it. This video was pretty much inspired. No, no one taught me. What I did was I just went online and looking for information to back up my, my theory that the heart is actually a portal. So, um... It is very advantageous for us to figure out how we can use the heart and not only rely on opening our third eye because not everyone has the, the stomach to see into the spirit world directly. Some of you will open your third eye and you will see a lot of things you may or may not be mentally prepared to see or you don't have enough knowledge to understand and interpret what you're looking at. I recommend that you build up your heart center first and use it to communicate with spirit. It is not a minus. I mean, I understand that we all want to jump into the um, third eye and know, know how to do things intuitively. It looks cool. You want to do your tarot readings. You want to be able to just look at people and, and figure out who they are and even see their aura and all kinds of cool stuff, which is true. But if your heart is not ready, you will get there and you will find that this place is so out there and foreign to you that you may end up shutting your third eye and we don't want that. So my goal is to encourage a heart-centered approach to spirituality, a love-centered approach to spirituality, where we are always radiating feelings of love, feelings of peace, so that we can attract to us those feelings and those experiences that support that feeling. Now, we already know um, that uh, based on the law of attraction, you um, you feel it, which is uh, a lot of law of attraction teachers will tell you, write it down, uh, speak it, um, meditate on it, but simply put, it is the ability to attract to yourself what you're saying to yourself internally and what you feel about yourself internally. And if you want to make it a conscious effort to use it as a way to attract things to you, you have to use it in when your brain is in the alpha state, when you're in between sleeping and waking. That's that's just it right there. Um, uh, you, I mean, if you want to sign up for a course, there are lots of courses out there, but this is practically what it is. You have to get your mind, your subconscious, and your heart to be on the same page about what it is that you want, and the best timing to do it is when your body is in a relaxed state, which for most people is right before you go to bed. Okay. So, experiences, right? If you are watching this video in 2020, there's have been a lot of 
upheaval in society when a lot of things are getting exposed a lot of hearts are getting there's a lot of pain and a lot of uh, hearts are getting broken right now because they have been forced to stare into the illusion of the country they thought they were living in and it's heartbreaking to see that you you as a good citizen you go out and put out your best and pay your taxes and this is how your tax money is used at home and this is how your tax money is being used abroad and i say this to say that when you are growing spiritually and you are just learning to use your heart watching and seeing those things can severely damage the, the, the nerves and the feeling centers in your heart, experiences where people cheated on you in a romantic relationship, experiences where people cheated on you in a business enterprise, experiences in where people, um, people like a backstabbing and how heartbreaking break, break, it is, even, and it's even worse when it's close friends and family that you trusted. These experiences can heavily block the heart portal from being able to receive messages of for yourself messages for others it reduces the ability to tap into your hidden talents and intuitive knowing it means your ability to exude that love and acceptance that will help you attract those things you want into your life if you have been struggling with the law of attraction this might be one of the things because your heart doesn't know how to express feelings of love and feelings of joy what will attract stuff the the things you want because you know your heart has just been damaged with very dense negative energies and i recommend that when you're new in spirituality when you're just growing you just uh, everybody's in different stages of being awake some people are awake in a stage where they know some people are being awake in a stage where they they just know that they know and some people have gone beyond that they know that they know they've learned to manage their emotions they speak with spirit all the time and they are now in another in another totally dimension in another realm where nothing can touch them and, and that's our goal we want to go from a place where we know and where we learn to manage our heart space and manage our vibrations and manage our energies and manage our 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 chemical aura i just learned that every time humans have an emotion that we send out tiny little bits of uh our the internal chemicals that are running in our body like of stress and it hangs around in our bodies and in the rooms where we were in so that when we leave when those little droplets of the of of the our chemical response to a stressor is still hanging in the air so when someone else enters the room they just feel like oh this room doesn't feel right okay and if you are watching this you are now you know that why you enter some houses it feels weird because there was a lot of fighting in there or you enter some businesses and it just doesn't feel right because there's so much angst and competition and you just feel like Ugh, or someone talks to you on the phone and it feels like they just stabbed you in the heart because that person is always in the energy of fighting and fighting so that makes sense so when you're starting when you're starting out you most probably want to really limit your social media use and do your best to protect your heart space because you're still young imagine yourself as just a seed in the ground you don't have roots yet you don't have a stem yet you don't even have leaves yet if you expose yourself too early 
and go out into the world and start absorbing all this negativity, the seed will die and your heart will be so scarred that you'll not be able to hear intuitively from yourself, intuitively from your higher self, your guides, your ancestors, and even from source. And we don't want that. So in the beginning, I recommend that you really limit your social media use. Okay, for me, when I need to communicate with people that, you know, we're on a journey together, we're growing together, and we have to encourage each other. And when I get that notification that there's someone that needs my help or or I need to answer a question and to be there in some way then I respond but for the most part I'm not like scrolling through Instagram or scrolling through uh, Facebook or scrolling to through YouTube and, and, and exposing myself to potentially that heart damaging stuff but here's the kicker that's the beginning stages in the middle stages you will find that you are able to be in the midst of these this thing uh, these competing emotions that are trying to suck out yours your energy if you will and then you can maintain heart balance which which I believe is the whole point of a spiritual practice because there's no point being a hermit the whole point of being spirituality is so that you can be a light and you can't be a light hiding under the bed you need to be outside right so you have to Eventually you have to go out in the world. You have to interact with people. You have to go to the store If you work you have to go to a job if you have a business you have to interact with customers if you have a, a, a YouTube channel or even just a blog you still have to interact with people at some level and at that level interact or You're not actively interacting with negativity, but when it is thrown at you You know how to transmute and translate the energy and turn it into something positive and then go into your 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 crown chakra and then come up with a creative idea solution to a, a way to tackle this like those of us that are out there on the streets right now we are being rattled <laughs> beyond comprehension but there's also another level of people that know how to take in that energy that know how to be calm that know how to speak give words to what people are feeling to affect the change that they are looking for i just saw the leader of black lives matter and her i was really struck by her eloquence and the way she was able to creatively put words to what what the people were feeling and i was really struck by that and you know if you're not a fan of that that's not the point of the video but my point is you have to learn how to effectively Put your heart in a place of calmness so that you can take the energy and translate it into your crown your mind and then come up with from a calm place a calm intelligent place come up with a solution an idea on how to resolve the problem and that's where we're going I believe that the highest stage is you can be in the middle of a storm and you still be fine I remember there was an art piece that became popular a couple of years ago where uh, there was some kind of artist competition and they were told to to um, show in their art what it means to be like in, uh, in a storm and the winner of the art of the, of the competition was someone who, who drew like a raging storm in the background and in a little cove, like little cove, there was this um, bird sitting on her nest all very calm and that in me that in, in my mind is the vision 
of what it means like to be spiritual because stuff is going to be happening around you you have to be able to maintain your calm and then translate that calm into your into the environment spread that light into the environment okay now that we have talked about the importance of you know maintaining a, uh, the different stages of maintaining a clear heart space and the importance of maintaining a clear heart space and the benefits of maintaining a heart space and the different stages of growing into that person that can become in the storm there's a little exercise that i found in when i was doing research um just to bring a little more uh quality and and help something to help you because everybody in the spiritual community is always telling you oh my god raise your vibration some of them will even say cut out all negativity um, that there is a space where you can be in the middle of the storm and still be calm you you're not going out looking for the storm you're not looking to interact with negativity but if it does come you can maintain your calm and spread your light which is what I believe a light worker is a light worker is not only one who does candle magic that is great we do that we're not the only we don't we don't only do root magic we do i love it i do that as well we don't all, only just work with nature and the phases of the moon i love all of that stuff but we should also be in my opinion the calm voices that can translate negativity and pain and all just the the, the hurt people are going through through into a coherent um, voice, a coherent statement, and, a co and to affect policy changes that can really change the world we live in. Well, that's what I understand by being a light worker, not just someone who. I mean, I mean, all the stuff we do is great. We talk about um, star seeds, numerology, astrology. All that stuff is great but we are here and I believe that the mission our mission as light workers and star seeds which is why we came was to be that star that one that exuded light and we have to start in a place where we heal our hearts so many of us come with very high thing sensitivities and our hearts get easily damaged so I'm going to be sharing that research paper with you all right so as I was saying, as I was saying during the video, um, the resources I have to really back up this idea that your heart is a portal, and then the importance of keeping it clear because there is a relationship between the heart and the brain, which could affect your ability to think clearly, make your ability to make decisions, and it also goes into detail to tell us what this technique is and how to use it. If up to this point, um, I feel like this information has been hidden from people, um, you know, using that, that you don't know that this exists as an excuse to imply that you have lower intelligence. Well, if you're watching this video, that ends today because this is the technique with which you can train your heart and your mind so that you can react in a productive way and keep your heart free from negativity and scarring from microaggressions institutional racism attacks micro attacks that you get when you go out at your job and you don't know how to channel these emotions properly okay this 
Research is from the U.S. National Library of Medicine, National Institutes of Health. This is what they should be teaching in those neighborhoods that they complain that there's gang activity and this and this and that. If they invested in this and teach the people how to manage their emotions and recover from trauma, maybe you won't have to, you know, spend so much and I think it's cheaper to even do this than to send tankers and tear gas and riot gear. It's just out of control. But if you're here, let's move on. Cardiac coherence, self-regulation, autonomic stability, and psychosocial well-being. How to control your emotions. I also have a video that I, um, one of my uh, most watched videos on YouTube is called uh, Triggers, what they are. and. Um, why they exist i could link it if you're interested or just i'll put them in my playlist and uh, back to this research this is a 2014 study which means this um this article is six years old which is quite current okay um when i went to nursing school um i was you know educated uh, they told us that we should uh, stick to getting research that is at least five years old meaning that if this was in 2015 it will be accepted in uh, work but uh, in real life there is no limit if it's helpful it doesn't matter if it was written in um in in 1992 or 1975 it's as far as it's relevant to our processes we are good now it talks about the interactions of the psychological cognitive and emotional systems and these interactions form the basis of information processing networks in which communication between system occurs through the generation and transmission of rhythms and patterns of activity. And right here they say that they discuss and emphasize the communication pathway between the heart and the brain, as well as how these relate to cognitive and emotion, emotional function and self-regulatory capacity. You find when you're triggered, you're screaming at the top of your lungs, making angry comments, jumping up and down, especially if you're an empath and very sensitive to just when people backstab you and treat you bad and you don't, no one teaches you how to manage those emotions. I can't, I can't, nobody, I don't think anyone has the right to blame you if they haven't taught you how to manage your, your, your emotions and, and how to process these emotions better. Okay. This resource, this research also, um, looked at the reason for some of the lack of self-regulatory capacity. Um, they think it is due to immaturity or people just don't have the skill, which is where I stand quick kill as acquisition. I had to go into research to find this. So if I had to go to PubMed to find it, where are other people looking on how to regulate their emotions? They're probably looking on YouTube, you know, and they're, they're not looking, in my opinion, they're not looking to research materials or find the information they need, okay? While for others, it can be due to trauma, like PTSD, rape, child abuse, psychological abuse, narcissistic relationships that have kind of impaired the neural systems that underline a person's ability to self-manage, self-regulate their emotions. There's something interesting here I, I highlighted. Let me see if I can still find it. I will go through it, but it tells, it teaches us the technique to use, okay? The technique is called the so the, the, uh, before I get there, um, this whole article goes into heart-brain communication. Um, it says the coherence hypothesis suggests that the current flow of information within and between the physiological system and processes in the central and autonomic service and autonomic 
system of the body play an important role in determining the quality of the feelings and emotion one experiences this is teaching you how to create the feeling and the emotion you want to experience from a psychological uh, perspective there's also the metaphysical one there is there are many ways in which to achieve this but this in my opinion will give people a practical tool on how to deal with negativity on how to deal with those uh emotions that are threatening to destroy your heart and your ability to feel things and to process information properly so they go into the benefits um vagal nerve afferent nerve vagal afferent nerve traffic okay afferent nerves are the nerves that receive information uh, they want to establish a new baseline, self-regulation and stability. Okay, Emotion, they, 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 they look at people that are um, emotionally unstable and they are understanding that this will really help people gain that emotional stability. Um, my question is that since research like this exists, then why are they diagnosing people with borderline personality disorder, bipolar disorder, when you can just teach people to self-regulate their emotions? You would think they'll be teaching them in jail. Um, some people that just lost you know, their, 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 their mind and did something, committed a crime, they would teach them this, teach them social coherence, um, the benefits of this, and hopefully they, they take it. And you know they go into trauma and self-regulation and here we are at where I was trying to get to self-regulation techniques that increased cardiac coherence okay let's note here with practice one is able to use one of these techniques to shift into a more coherent physiological state before during and after challenging or adverse situations so it, you this could be hap this negative emotion could be happening to you in real time you could do it before you leave the house why are at work with your with with your your co-workers that are triggering you while you're first facing challenging situation like our current situation right now that we're all trapped in the house or adverse situation, loss of a family member, loss of a pet or just loss. And thus optimizing mental clarity and emotional composure and stability, okay? The first step in the most of these techniques is called heart focused breathing. Okay, I'm giving you guys gems here. This whole article in itself is a whole YouTube video. I'm just gonna leave it linked. I hope so. I hope someone watches and reads it. I and I will check uh, my YouTube if I feel like it's not picking up. I'll make another video and I'll just keep pushing it out there because this is the light that people need to maintain their sanity. Okay, which includes putting one's attention in the center of the chest. And imagining the breath is flowing in and out of that area while breathing a little slower and deeper than usual so this whole thing right here teaches you how to perform the technique okay this is a whole video this is a whole video this heart focused breathing is often the step that most people can remember and find it helps take the intensity out when you think about that painful situation and it's hurting your heart immediately or turn down the volume or the reaction you really just want to beat someone down right now but you know you just you, you calm down you don't you don't beat them down you just walk away 
So as we have conscious control of our breathing and can easily slow the rate and depth of the breathing rhythm, we can take advantage of this physiological mechanism to modulate efferent. Efferent is the nerves of the body that uh, give out information, give out signals. Afferent receives its efferent gives out, okay? Efferent vagal activity and thus the heart rhythm, okay? So you are sending signals to your brain to calm down and then your heart rhythm slows down and then you maintain heart coherence, you think clearly, you take a better decision. This in turn increases vagal afferent nerve traffic, okay, and increases the coherent stability in the patterns of the vagal nerve afferent nerve traffic, which influences things. So this increases the vagal nerve to receive the traffic is receiving instead of receiving very stressful communication and very jammed communication it slows it down increases the stability makes the heart beat in a stable manner which in turn influences the neural system in the body that regulates the sympathetic flow sympathetic flow are like when you are stressed out your body responds with either increasing your heart rate pumping your blood faster making you feel hot so now that that's happening you are you are consciously taking control of your body with this technique you are taking away your 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 tr trigger trigger reaction you you go from being a reactive human being to being a thoughtful person who is strategic you respond with strategy because now you have trained your body to respond in a certain way this is very good information we have found that the self-induced positive emotions okay you are inducing these positive emotions yourself can initiate a shift to increased cardiac coherence so now that your heart is coherent your brain can receive can work properly to give you a creative idea. Um, I'm in my mind. I'm starting to remember um, when Oprah was really popular, and some people come on her show, and and when they were in danger, when Oprah asked them, "How do you feel?" They would say, "Well, I don't understand what happened, but I felt very calm." And most of us were really baffled by that answer. What do you mean you felt very calm? Because intuitively, their body knew that this was not the time to react. Uh, erratically okay so that is one technique there's also other approaches Zen monks coherent heart rhythms during their resting recording which means that autogenic meditation I like the first one better because you can do it in real-time meditation you, you know we all know that you know you have to take time regulate your breathing and put yourself into the alpha activity stated here cardiac coherence could be a general marker for the meditative state so private meditative um, practice and when you are faced with the situation face to face you can do the heart focused breathing so number one is meditation number two is heart focused breathing right and they also went all uh, they also go on to say that not all meditation styles uh increase coherence unless it is driven by a focus on breathing at a 10 second rhythm so it has to be focused on the breath okay this is also by frontiers in human neuroscience cognitive neuroscience which talked about the dynamic correlation between heart 
and brain rhythm during autogenic meditation again this is the same autogenic meditation that was mentioned in the first article in which they said that in zen monks it was seen that there was heart coherence when they observed their heart rate we also know that autogenic meditation they said it's not all spiritual practices that bring this except the spiritual practice that makes you focus on your breath in a 10 second pattern so you have to focus on your breath 10 seconds pad pattern okay this also something you can read this is a research article from 2013 so it's one year older than the other one this is seven years old this is this study is seven years old this is very good if you want to read it the next one here is the heart math institute science which is the scientific foundation of heart math system um, this is a non-profit organization i know that um you can go in here i think they might have a store where they sell things you know which is okay if you want to donate um they don't sponsor this video this is just me doing research to bring you quality information that can actually help you in real time the heart math institute science you can also read it talks about the two-way communication between the heart and the um, brain i think this might be a youtube video this might be helpful on youtube but back to what i was saying about spirituality um, i think uh spirit was saying to me you know in your past life you practice spirituality hiding being quiet in this life um they are not about that life of me just hiding and being by myself this spirituality has to be practical has to give people the tools to wish to um change the environment this is how the exercise goes okay it's that you focus on your heart and when you focus like you close your eyes and imagine you're looking at your heart right you take your attention to your heart space and then you breathe in and out for, you know, for a couple of seconds. And then while you're breathing and paying attention to your heart, you want to call up a memory that brought you so much peace and relaxation, that brought you so much love. When you have that memory, hold that memory in your mind and keep breathing and paying attention to your chest space. They said, what will happen is that your heart will send a signal to your brain that we are happy over here and your brain will now send respond to the signal by releasing feel-good chemicals your heart beats in a very good you know in, in a very uh, in a synchronicity that implies that you are in a perfectly at you are you are in hemostasis everything is perfectly aligned now that we have done that i want to thank you oh please check out the description box i will link the the research paper and there's another website that um I, I i i hesitate to share that one because they are actually selling courses and all that um but just take a look at their page and and um and just learn what you can from it um and hopefully that helps but that exercise i shared with you i'll most definitely link it in the description box below so that you can read you know i know we want to fast and have like great spiritual experiences but reading is also required because sometimes you will get images geometric patterns words that you it is your job because you're the one in this body to interpret what that means to the people so you can't skip on getting information, you can't skip on reading, you can't skip on research.
because intuitive knowledge has to be backed with research. I also have a video on that, I'll link it here. I am really, really, really happy that I'm able to help you with a very helpful exercise to strengthen your heart and keep that portal open so that next time you come across any negativity, you know what to do, you know how to transmute that energy, you know how to release it. And you just keep practicing, okay? If you like this content, you like this this channel, please uh, feel free to subscribe. I really appreciate it. And you like it, you like the video, uh, hit the like button. And until next time, I see you again. Thank you for watching, and bye bye.